a lot of very really great ideas. We can talk about food and drinks. Would you like to talk about your favorite food and drinks, recipes, and restaurants? Ooh. We can also invite chefs and food bloggers to share their insights. <laughs> Could you please invite your favorite chef onto the program and talk about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just Who is your favorite with chef? With a beard and forearm tattoos. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Am I supposed to have a uh, Guy Fieri? Well, he's a famous chef. I meant like a personal chef that you know firsthand who cooks you food, who feeds it into your mouth on a little plain spoon. That'd be Myself. Nice. I, make, I make ugly and but delicious food. Uh, there's a pop culture tag here. It says, talk about the latest movies, TV shows, movies, and books. You can also discuss celebrity news and gossip. Uh, relationships. Talk about dating, marriage, family, and friendships. You can also invite relationship experts to share their advice. Maybe we should do that. Hans, you're probably the closest thing to a relationship expert that we can have on the show. <laughs> I think everyone else has been in very short-term, fleeting, uh, chaotic relationships, it seems like. Maybe we can bring on Kenny yeah. as the relationship expert. Isn't oh. there something to be said for failing at so many relationships that you pick up knowledge, that you, you understand things at a deeper level? and yeah, can learn from your mistakes yeah how, what not to do or how is he even aware of what he's done though <laughs> my worry is that he's always like i don't know why i don't, I don't know i think the big it. lesson to take away from kenny is never disappear for a month to play nintendo switch i think that's probably a very helpful thing for maintaining a stable and healthy relationship with a woman or a man or your mother, or your father, or his brother, or sister, or just really anybody. I think it's a very inconsiderate thing to do is to go off to the woods for a month to play Nintendo Switch, yes. and then come play back. Mario Party. <laughs> play Mario Party for nine months, and then, hey, remember? Me? By yourself. There's no fun to be had with even the brother-in-law, the sister, nobody who he was around, just by himself, playing Nintendo. What is he even, do you, do you know what he's playing, too? Is it Animal Crossing like or something? Crossing? I don't I don't know. Some would make believe friends in it, I'm sure. Maybe he moved Building to the woods to get closer. Life. Yeah. Well, that's you know, that that was something I was thinking about recently is just how many like fat girls loved The Sims 2 15 years ago. God damn. God damn, how many hours burnt on The Sims 2? You probably well, didn't play Farmville. Sims 2, did you? No. No, I was playing Age of Empires and things like that. Oh, yeah, you that were playing with the shit. boy games. You are playing the cool games, yeah. not decorate That's the right. house. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be a Caesar, and uh, how could I destroy my old kingdom and still stay as a king or whatever that was? Yeah, uh, I was trying to sell... Roller Coaster Tycoon? I was trying to sell pine cones to Tom Nook in the Animal Crossing town. That's what I was doing at age 13, gaining massive weight and not realizing it. Yes, Mountain Dew and Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. Or what was it, Sobe? Do you guys have Sobe up there? We do have Sobe. It was never Sobe. It was no. when when I was a kid, you drank Mountain Dew and you would drink Mountain Dew Code Red. And if you drank Mountain Code Dew Code Red around other people, they go, ha, you have a low sperm count. Don't you know that kills sperm? Is that... No, it's not true. It's not. It's bullshit. I'm gonna let me ask you the big T. Does Mountain Dew code red kill? I mean, it actually probably does because you get fatter from it, and thus you get less healthy, and your sperm count cannot handle your your declining health so well. It says, "Oh no, you can't reproduce. You're gross. You're fucking nasty. You're gonna die in like six years at this rate. We can't." We, why bother? It's a, but also, why do you need a high count if you're 13? <laughs> what are you doing? That you it would be better for you to have a, a smaller count just in case, you know. Just in so case what? Just in case one of my teachers gets a little frisky after math class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case something like that happens, and then you're stuck. For nah, your entire I was ready to pump year. some seed into Miss Belvedere, AP History, Miss Willoughby. Anybody Belvedere. I went to middle school with knows that Miss Willoughby was a disgusting little munchkin woman who's 80 years old. But nice. if the situation called for it, then it called for it. My body was prepared. I was a man. That's, uh, Mr. That just reminded me of Mr. Belvedere. Did you ever watch that show? Ready to pump seed into Mr. Belvedere, too. Doesn't really discriminate yeah. at age 13. 
no, wasn't I, that one of those I never Webster like shows? Mm-hmm. It was one of those Webster like shows, right? Where he just adopted two kids or whatever, and then I don't think there. so. I think he was a butler for a family. Oh. And, and then he would just hop in the family photos and grin that evil, delicious grin. Was he British? He looked British. I don't. I have never seen an episode of Mr. Belvedere. That's one of those shows that slipped past me. He was very what around the time of Alf, right? Alf, Alf yeah, Alf was, was big in the eight. I didn't. I didn't really watch any '80s sitcoms. It was '70s really? and '90s for me. Because at that point, I, I think yeah. I think in the early '90s, those 1970s sitcoms started getting replayed on Nick at Night, and TV mm. Land wasn't around yet, but it would probably be like TBS or something. And the '80s sitcoms, I don't think, jumped into syndication as quickly. They didn't handle it like they do now. So what were what were you watching? All in the Family. Oh Jefferson's, yeah, yeah, I love Sanford both of those. Son. Yep, all three of those. Uh, Taxi was always a treat if that was on, but that did not really get played in syndication nearly as often. I love Taxi. Whoa. Happy Days was that seventies? Yeah, no, that was that was more eighties. That was probably the one exception because Happy Days was big cultural landmark. I think it might have been late eighties, yeah. early, uh, late seventies, early eighties. Okay, all Ten right. Ten years there. Then that would be what part of that line. Um, Mash. Mary Tyler Moore. No, I just started watching both of those this year. Both of those. Is MASH really as good as everyone makes it out to be? Because I, I never watched it. But that's like one of those, you know, you can't say anything negative about MASH. Well, it's probably the most popular sitcom of all time. If you go by the ratings, that is in the top five or top ten. And for a scripted program, it might be the top scripted program in terms of overall ratings, viewership, that finale. So I, I I mean I've tuned into Mash and it's fine. It's kind of easy breezy, thoughtless television that you can have on as you're working, and that's about the amount of purpose it needs to have for for me for what I have on the television most of the time. Is it funny? Not really. No, the movie's no. good. The movie is pretty solid, but the TV show's okay. Mary Tyler Moore, I actually think, is pretty enjoyable and funny at times are you familiar with one day at a time this the soap opera the sitcom one day at a time uh yeah. i i'm familiar i'm familiar with the name apparently not that a, familiar if i thought it was a soap it's a very a man with a very suspicious mustache over here let me take a look at this in order to see it, go to patreon.com slash lowerez. Oh, yeah, that guy. He was always a pervert. He was a pervert plumber. See, I never watched oh, this show. Okay. Yeah, he was uh, always hitting on the girls, I believe. So yeah, I've never. That name sounds very familiar, but I, I mean, I'm sure I would have remembered that mustache <laughs> if I had ever seen it. I never forget a mustache. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they actually played it off as like, yeah, he's creepy. That's why he has that mustache. Not just, oh, no, that's just the style of the time. You know, he's just a normal guy with with a Michael Jordan mustache. The reverse Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's horrible. Is that a uh, Freddie Prince? Chico and the Man. Chico and the Man Chico was another man. sitcom. Oh, that was, good. was it Grandpa Joe was his partner on that show, his life partner. Was that also in a uh a car garage, right? I'm not sure was about the setting of that. Car? I think it was New York City in the nineteen seventies. Oh East East LA. Okay. Why is there fucking being uh, did his suicide in... cancel the show? Probably. Let me see. Scatman Crothers. Uh, Seventy eight. It, it probably abruptly ended because of the bullet that went into his face. Did he do it? Yeah, he did. Jose Feliciano did the theme music? That's cool. He was blind. Uh, Freddie Prince. So what happened? Was he like a snorter? And then Yeah. Yeah, he was a big uh, drug addict. And I guess he was suffering all sorts of mental illnesses. And then 
He had a history of playing Russian roulette to frighten his friends. Okay, so he was clearly not a nice. stable guy. So 77, this show ended in 78, so they kept it going afterwards. One <laughs> unaired episode. Struggling depression, second life support, died the following day at the age of 22. That's what 22 used to look like in the 70s. That's pretty uh, wild. 22 and starring after on Prince's a death, major sitcom. Prince's this show would update stuff and replace the character. To write him out of the script. Yeah, let's let's write out the most popular character. That always works out. Uh the other characters come. How do you write out Chico for Chico and the Man? <laughs> you keep the man. Yeah. Just, just watch the man. For instance, replacement for Chico was introduced. Raul what? Play Gavri So they had a boy. So b- the boy and the man. The That's boy not... and the man. <laughs> <laughs> the man boy show yeah. uh and i don't Louis go I don't on like a fishing that. trip to tijuana and find the mexican orphan hiding out in the trunk of on their return at the end of the episode ed is put to Ra- putting raul to bed and accidentally calls him chico raul corrects him and remarks you're all chicos to me that's racist Ed eventually adopts raul <laughs> only to have raul's protective on charo oh charo Played by charo of course yep come from spain and try to become part of the family so so they replaced him with a, a spanish woman and a boy yeah two-part episode they did the oh. eight simple rules thing where you go okay we lost one major presence what we'll do is we'll bring in two new factors to make up for it because two is better than one now here's what you should do always if you have a show called chico and the man your chico dies Lethal Weapon, the series, handled it well after they fired Clayton McClain because Damon Wayans can play too much. Uh, you get another character by the same exact name who's related to that character. So it was Riggs and Murtaugh, and Riggs got fired or whatever. They, they got rid of the original Riggs, and so, oh, his cousin Riggs is is here on the show now to take his place. That's how you do it. Oh. So they call him Cousin Riggs. Cousin Riggs. Riggs. <laughs> CR for sure. I mean, was anyone watching that show to begin with? Like, did anyone care, really? I don't think anyone that... Did you watch it? I watched a couple of episodes of it. And I think it had a... See, it was one of those TV shows where it premiered in 2015 or 2016. And it had a good first season. And then the ratings took a dive. And I think it had something to do with Trump. Like people were just tuning out of TV shows and there were a lot of casualties because everyone was so hung up on the news and Lethal Weapon was one of them, especially since Damon Wayans was a big old pain in the ass for it. No one wanted to deal with him. So what was his issue? It's just a bad show and he was complaining about it being a bad show. He was complaining about the fact that Clayton, who was playing the Mel Gibson character, Damon Wayans was playing the Danny Glover character. Clayton directed one episode of the series and he took his job very seriously for a tv director because he wanted full control of the episode and they had a stunt where there was an explosion that went off and a piece of shrapnel hit damon wayne's ear and these two guys apparently did not get along already behind the scenes there was some tension there and damon wayne's used that as uh, a bartering chip to go to fox and say fire this guy or else i'm suing you because that was an unsafe work set because he had his uh, ear scratched. It's a very bitch behavior, but... Really? Yeah. You just don't do the show if you don't want to do it. Uh, don't sign wait, the contract. So, Sean William Scott replaced him? Is that what happened? Mm-hmm. Was he... Where he was playing the... the, the Mars, Mars, I don't know how to pronounce it. Murtaugh character. No, he was playing Riggs. He was playing Riggs. Murtaugh was always the black cop. So they fired Riggs. They fired Riggs. And then Wayans also left, or did he stay for the rest of the Well, no, no, no. He he stayed, and then they just canceled the show because they were like, this is not what we signed up for. Uh, No, thank you. I feel bad for Sean William Scott. I feel like he deserves so much better than the career he's had. I don't know if he does deserve so much years. better from going from American Pie and Dude, Where's My Car and having a clear path carved out as the goofy, 
retarded dude. You know, he doesn't have that much mm-hmm. versatility as an actor. And you know what? He probably has more versatility than I'm willing to give him credit for because he was pretty good in Goon, I guess. Yeah. So, okay, he can play a hockey player too. But I I think he is right where he needs to be. It's not like he made some career pivot at the right time and proved that he has the dramatic chops to sustain a long-term career in Hollywood. So, I mean, do you don't think Mr. Woodcock is a good movie? Mr. Woodcock? No, remember, I, I thought that was John Heater in that movie. No, I was about to say that. I think that year there were two movies that came out. One of them was Mr. Woodcock and the other one had a very similar setup this one had billy boat thornton but i don't i forgot the other one called uh, school for scoundrels is that it it might be that they both have billy bob thornton playing a shithead patriarch role a, a grumpy grumpy older man just a grumpy older man nurturing a younger man who do, who's a goof who doesn't know any better i, I do think that they came out Jesus, this guy has done a lot of animated movies. Uh, John Heater, Header Heater. Uh, that was 2006. And Mr. <laughs> Mr. Woodcock. That uh, I, I, 2007. I love and hate that uh period of time for movies. I love it because I feel like comedies were just on hinge just like you could just do whatever but at the same time there's so much for that same reason because a lot of it was just like hey goofy name and Mm -hmm. he's gonna make the easiest slash offensive joke uh, and the movie's gonna be a piece of trash but it's got woodcock on the name where did it run into a brick wall like what was the very end of that period of time oh shit that's a 2000 what 10 maybe you think it was that early because i think so here's here's what we had in the aughts you had the whole it was it was a mesh of comedies that were very inspired by what todd phillips and that whole gang was doing at the time the adam mckay variety of comedies like anchorman and old school and you get the, the offshoots of that and then through will ferrell's company Gary Sanchez Productions, which he had with Adam McKay. Then you started to get the John Heater weirdo comedies like Napoleon Dynamite, Nacho Libre, and The Foot Fist Way. Mm -hmm. MTV Films would put out all of those. And that started to change up what the comedy formula was. You got Hot Rod around the tail end of that. And so you had these two different formations of like, you have Hot Rod and then you have Superbad. And things started to shape more in the Superbad direction. Yeah, the Seth Rogen years where everything had that stink, like that, that Seth Rogen that Apatow stink. Yeah, <laughs> well, Pineapple Apatow's Express. wife's dirty pussy all over every movie, hooking up with every one of his Everyone. friends on camera. Who's watching in the corner, Little Juddy? What What was the last movie from the Bat Crew? This is the end. Probably was the one that killed it. That was That was the last. Yeah, you know what? That's the that's a good clean marker for okay, that was the end. And that was 2014, right? So 13. 2013. And that yeah. was a solid movie. That was a solid comedy. Everything after that, not so good. I think this is 40 might have come out in 2015. Oof, that, that was flopped. That was horrible. Wasn't that like three hours or something ridiculous like that for no reason? It was that's close when he to started three believing hours. started believing in his own farts, Judd Apatow. He put out the what was the comment the stand up comedy movie? Funny it was like people. two and a half hours too. Yeah. And then this thing. That's when he started trying to be James L. Brooks totally. And okay. by adding an extra hour to every movie that you didn't really need. And this is forty culminated with okay, we're gonna Embrace the length of an almost three-hour runtime with the lesser improvisational talents of the movies, like Paul Rudd and, again, his wife, Leslie Mann. And maybe his Aziz kids. Ansari was somewhere in there, too. His kids, yeah. Like, just people you don't want to watch improvise or riff for three minutes yeah. at a time. It was a, it was a big old mistake. And then since then, he did Trainwreck. He did The Bubble. He's oh. just going to wind up forgotten unless he does something very different. 
King of Staten Island was another one, right? I never saw that. That was better than the last two movies I just named, especially. Or maybe even, probably better than This is 40, but not good. I mean, can you? I don't think you can go worse than This is 40. That's probably his, his worst movie. You think so? I, w- I would go back to that before The Bubble. I mean, no, The Bubble is literally one of the worst movies I've ever watched. One of the least entertaining movies I've ever watched in my entire life. But I w- let, let's put that one aside. I would say that yeah. I'd go back to This is 40 faster than Trainwreck, the Amy Schumer, Bill Hader movie. Saw, yeah, I never saw that. Yeah, I you don't need to see it. No one should see that. No, I'm good. Remember when they were trying to make her be a thing? I think they, they, try they still try a, every Lena, so often. They tried to do a Lena Dunham try, kind of thing just because she was of the same Bad pig. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, Barbie I movie. Mean, she was supposed to be the star of the Barbie movie originally before they brought in Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. What do you think? How do you think that movie would have changed if you had that? Oh, it would have been a total 180. It would have been the antithesis of everything that happened with that, where everyone loves the Barbie movie and it's the most profitable movie for Warner Brothers in maybe their entire history. No, this would be a disaster. This would be a total box office bomb and everyone would be embarrassed and ashamed of it. Which, by the way, also on, on the note of Barbie, I have heard intel from someone who worked on the set of Barbie that Greta Gerwig did not make a single decision without consulting her husband, Noah Baumbach, first. So if anyone here believes that women cannot really direct a movie as well as a man, that's significant evidence, I would say. You can't give her the credit for that. Now, this is all, of course, at the end of the day, hearsay, but I certainly trust my source that Noah Baumbach was the primary creative voice on Barbie. What do you think of him as a director? I think he fucking sucks. I don't like Noah Baumbach at all. And he always looks very depressed. He always looks like he just got out of a very intense and devastating argument with someone close to him. Like, just pull up any, any photo of him on the red carpet or just walking around, and he he always looks like... Just well, like sad, just like, yeah. Two minutes away we from just, having a drink. We just argued about something that doesn't matter, and I'm shook. Mm-hmm. I'm upset. He looks tired always. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen any of his movies. I saw Marriage Story, and I thought that was a, a great, couple of great performances in that boring movie that I could not get into at all. Uh, I, I just, you know how difficult it is for me to care about anything when I don't like any of the characters? So it's just like, just leave. Like, just stop leave fighting. Other. This is annoying. Yeah, just go. Like, there's nothing in common here. I get it. You're married, but but like... They should right. have broke up when she got a boy haircut. That's what the movie really yeah. should have been about, is how he <laughs> fell out of love with her because she got a boy's haircut. When he punched the wall. <laughs> it's just like, oh, let's just stay together for reasons that I... That was another another, another long movie, too, right? Yeah, two and They're all 20, long movies. Two twenty. Francis Ha, I never saw. Greenberg, I never saw. Squid in the Whale. Oh. That that whole movement of indie comedies, if you want to call them that, that's another like sideways. That a lot of people are like, oh, sideways is such a great, funny movie. It's like really, I don't, I don't want to see Paul Giamatti being cute. What's crazy about <laughs> Sideways is Paul Giamatti's like thirty-seven years old in that movie. Yeah, that and sent he, me for a trip. I've I've had like, this yeah. this thing happen recently where I'll revisit movies or TV shows from. 20 years ago and at the time i'll be like oh yeah that person was an old person and now i'll watch it now and be like wow they look so fresh face they look so youthful <laughs> now i don't that wouldn't be the case with paul giamatti and sideways but there are plenty of equivalents to that well especially with what he looks like now i mean he's only 55 that's yeah, a, that's, that's a young rough, that's pretty young that's a rough 55 he's what is he i don't think i've seen him on anything recently uh, no, he's got a billions? movie coming out right now that Alexander Payne directed, and it is looks that, very uh, Wes Anderson-y. Thirty Coins? Is that no? That's a series. San Andreas too. The Holdovers. The Holdovers might be it. Yeah, that's the one. But but let's 
He doesn't look 55 here. He looks like 70 something. Mm -hmm. Look at him. He looks like the man from Chico and the Man. <laughs> yeah, that is a very rough right? 55. Damn. I just learned Vin Diesel's like 60 years old. He's older. That's 55 right there. That's that's, that's like 55 in 1980. He looks just like like Chico and the Man. He's even dressed the same that's way. That's Grandpa Joe. Yep. Wow. Okay. <laughs> What's the difference? Oh shit. Between this two. Eh? That's 22 too. I, I love uh whenever you watch 70s or even 80s things, and then you realize that yeah, they were 19 and they're playing 40-year-olds and they just look exhausted. It's a rough what do you think that is? Why do you think we are not aging as quickly? Is it the soy? Maybe. I don't know what you guys are pumping in here. You guys. Oh, it's, not, it's not you guys. I would say you don't look <laughs> yeah. in your late 30s, 37. Yeah, yeah no. I, I, I was not 100% sure it was 37 there. I was like, I'm 95%. <laughs> Uh, Did I yeah. tell you that my, my girlfriend convinced me that I was a year older for an entire year? <laughs> <laughs> and then on my birthday this year, I was like, oh, man, I'm turning 38. And then I was like, wait a second. And I started doing the math. And I was like, I'm turning 37. And I was like, you told me I was 37 last year. And I was like, you're not 37. And I was like, no, I was 36 the whole year thinking I was 37. What are you doing? me this mental games to make me that's really older. bad if your significant other doesn't know your age but it's even worse if they can convince you you're not your age <laughs> yeah very simple math and i was just like oh yeah i'm a i'm definitely a year older so i've been 37 for two years like a like a four-year-old woman the only one of us i think who looks their age or looks older is jerry yeah jerry looks like dying. he's like 42 yeah jerry looks older than me mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because Jake still looks like 24. Jake Jake's posted a photo because the Instagram story trend of the week is, oh, post a photo of yourself from 2017. And I'm not doing that because I look like a fucking spaz. Yeah. But Jake posted a photo and it's like, oh, yeah, that's Jake from two days ago. That was Jake from our show. The only difference with Jake, the cinematologist now, is he's got more facial hair. That's it. Barely. Barely, like barely yes <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's like this mustache it's like this is what i've grown in 10 years mm -hmm. uh yeah i'm not doing that either i'm all fresh face and fat still no. holding on to my hair i can't i you know i can't even imagine what you actually you know what i'll tell you what i did look up an old photo from 2017 when i was thinking about like well what what can i post here and i found a photo from our old podcast and it's you and christoph and kenny and wow. the whole the whole lineup there and if i remember you look about as chubby cheeked as you did in 2020 during those yeah. movies podcasts whenever we went back and and looked at those so that's probably about right i wonder how long ago was comfort systems was that 4 that or was 5 2019. years ago right? That was all 2019. I, we might have shot some things in 2018. I'll tell you guys what uh, about comfort systems here. I tried to shoot a film in 2015 called Wizard. And it was a comedy film that was like a spinoff of a little failed web series that me and Jake and a couple of other people had done. And it was essentially my version of film school. And I thought we had some really, really, really funny bits in that movie that just were sitting on a hard drive. And I was like, well, fuck, maybe I can re-edit this into a comedy sketch. And so I want to say like a third of the first episode of Comfort Systems anyway is that the best bits from that movie. Like the suck it like a pee pee sketch, which yeah. that one is constantly brought up to me whenever I meet people in New York who are familiar with comfort systems and, and our comedy work that one and then the very opening sketch and hiding in my flat are the three that come up the most yeah that was yeah five five years ago i'm just pulling out the first hiding in my flat here and uh yeah it's very chubby chubby cheek very i still had the same hair that i'm sure i'll have now if i grow it i was gonna say i think the hair is probably less flattering on your face because you were wearing it short yeah so it's more 
<laughs> yeah, all all cheeks, all cheek. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you do oh, look younger see. here, actually. And there's your. your oh dogs. man, that dog's dead now. That's so. Oh no! <laughs> that just bummed me out. <laughs> all right, we'll close out of that. No, yeah. no more bad memories here. Yeah, uh, that's not. Yeah, Comfort Systems was a while back. I kind of am nostalgic for that time at the moment, thinking about doing those sketches out and about in Massachusetts and then also shooting behind the scenes and doing Glue Addict episodes. It all culminated into like a very final thing, I think, in 2019 before everyone just splintered off, did other things, and now... It's a totally new shape. Everything is is different now. Not bad different at all, because now there's more eyes on everything. But yeah. Creatively, yeah. I don't know if it's as I mean, it, when, when I'm working on like movies and stuff, that's definitely creatively enriching. But I don't know if it were up to me, I would be in like a perpetual cycle of like, all right, comfort systems, mass state lottery comforts, not obviously just those two things, but the way that those were worked on. So well, people were more willing to do stuff, I think. Like no one was, I guess, as I want to say busy as everyone is now, where they would just be willing to. Like people like Speed or, or Kenny, you know, that you could just call him up and and do whatever and they would show up. Even I Jake think when, when he was living up there, right? Yes, absolutely. So I think when you're doing something on the first go around and it's new to everybody and it's this exciting thing everyone's always down to work for free and go yeah. out and at random hours. And the scheduling was always tricky because people did work day jobs still. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you were still able to get some things done. Yeah. And nowadays it's more like once you bank that one creative project, regardless of what you move on to, it's like, okay, well, I already did this. I'm going to go back and do it. Like I need to get something else out of it besides just saying, Hey, here's a new credit. Here's a new credit yeah. for my film resume, which I, I think is completely understandable, but it's not as fun. It's not yeah. as fun when people want to get something a little extra, you know, but everyone also has more responsibilities. I feel like, like Kenny has what, like five kids, right? I'm sure it's speed. He had the like same that. amount of kids he did during comfort <laughs> systems. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I thought he didn't have kids at that time. Yeah. Uh, they were just, what, babies, I guess. They're still babies. Well, like no, five? actually, his, his daughter is probably like 10 years old now. Yeah. That's, holy shit. That's insane. Uh, I have a friend that I remember uh, got his girlfriend pregnant when he was 18. He's my age. And just to think that I think his daughter is like 18 or 17 now. And that's just, that's I the remember, way to do it. Yeah. I remember when he told me it was like the first time he ever did it. And he, you know, bullshit, I guess. Bullshit. Is that, that's not it's bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> he bullshitted inside. And, uh, and, and just thinking about like how this little guy that was 18, he had his first job. He was a, a cashier at a supermarket and now his kid is like a like 18 that's so weird to think about i guess because i never did that i go you know pull, pull out king you know i'm always been like very <laughs> careful with that stuff uh but yeah i kind of uh, wish i had done that i kind of wish if i if it were up to me now granted who i was dating at 16 or 17 yeah thank god that didn't happen really exactly. i mean it, yeah. it's not the worst case scenario but it's like no there would have been massive you, problems you wouldn't be where you are right now i don't think there would you be would no be... shooting comfort systems for free in 2019 yeah. it would be me um dunkin donuts working <laughs> manager dunkin donuts manager. yeah i'd be stealing out of the tip jar at dunkin donuts that, that's really what would be happening yeah but i i, I do envy people who had kids very young and it's like all right you're you're 32 now and your kid is grown up and you don't have to worry now it's like if i have a kid in the next year or two well when i'm 60 they're going to be turning 30 and they're probably not going to have their life that figured out so that's fuck. what i was telling my girl i was like i think i'm good like she has one it's great 11, is she interested perfect. in having more i sometimes she brings it up and i'm like i just i don't want to be an old 
<laughs> like that's so sad. You would you know? already be an old dad. That's I, the I thing. know, but that's the thing. Thirty-seven. It's like you can have the kids up to like fifty something. I was like, I don't want that though for them, not for me, because I'm sure I'll be sixty and have like dementia or something. Not even know where I'm at. But like, you know, whenever you would have a a, a reunion at school, not a reunion. Uh, what is parents' conference? ETA meeting. Where those called? Parent teacher yeah. night. And then you just see that oh, that's that's Tommy and his grandparents. Is like, oh, that's not his granddad. That's his dad and mm -hmm. he doesn't know where he's at <laughs> it's just like no wonder he's you know he's always a wild child and nobody cares about he's always outside 7 a.m he's outside waiting for you to play or whatever it's just like don't you have parents it's like yeah they're sleeping until 3 p.m because they're exhausted from you know living before they had me and it's like i don't want that it's like i'm good like you had one we'll take care of him like i don't need you know that experience i'm i'm good I don't I don't need to be, you know, 45 and have a five year old like that sounds horrendous. Well, you get some time to change your mind. Your girlfriend's uh, much younger than you, right? Well, not much. Was she like 15 or 16? No. Oh, OK. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, no. And maybe not. Yeah. Then maybe you don't have that yeah. much time. So, exactly. Right. So we're good. It's just like I don't I don't need that. I, my, I might like snip just to make sure, you know, oh there's no. No issues with that, but and and the only reason why I'm I'm a little sad about that is because I know that my parents always wanted to be grandparents, but I'm just like, sorry, I'm like convinced my brother, I guess, was older than me, and also unable. He's to... colorful, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's rainbowy, so like, it's not gonna happen. I'm just like, sorry, I don't want get another dog, you know, get a, get two more puppies. Like, I'm I'm good. I don't want that responsibility. And I think it it has to do with like the level of maturity. Like I don't think I I I would e ever be ready for that am amount of responsibility. But also I I don't want to be the old dad. You know I don't want to be the you know I'm I'm forty and my kid's five or three. If I had one this year, I'm just like a three year old at forty. I'm already exhausted by like nine p.m. and I'm not even forty yet. So. No. I don't think I don't think a three year old at forty would be that bad, but I it would catch up. That's the yeah. thing is fifty six, and then it's oh, right now. By now the time they're eighteen, yeah, yeah, they're eighteen, and then what fifty three? Great, we're gonna have a lot of fun experiences of you carrying me in a wheelchair because mm -hmm. <laughs> my knees suck and I don't want to walk and I'm I'm fat again and I have no feet because my diabetes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just like. No, no, not something that I want to be a part of or deal with, you know. Well, I, I'm I'm on board to have like up to five kids or ten mm -hmm. kids if I'm being like a neglectful father and I'm just yeah. inseminating random women. You know, that would be like the dream, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. The Nero, the Nero, <laughs> where you just I just have a lot. Nah, of money, he's got so. some defective ones in that batch. Have you ever seen his son? His son is really goofy looking. He's he looks deformed, and I think well, he that, had him at what sixty five or something. Right. So th that's another thing too is the older the seed, the more problems potentially could arise with your offspring. Although Aaron Aaron Kendrick, that one. Sometimes it takes it takes a while to perfect the formula. Look at Trump. Look at Barron. Barron's like the most perfect version of Trump, the most perfect successor physically, visually. Yeah. He's like certainly not old. Eric. Eric looks like, uh-oh, that got left in the microwave a little too long. Yeah, Eric looks like his mom was his sister, mm -hmm. Donald's sister, with a very gummy, very, uh, too, yeah, too white. Like, there's such thing as, like, too, you know, you, you go to the wilderness of Scotland, and, oh, that's what they look like. I saw a bunch of them today in downtown San Jose, by the way. I was just like, ah, it's a lot of pale gingers here today for some reason and they all kind of look like that just like big but th their face is like it's missing something you know <laughs> it's just like just like there's something something off about this person i can't figure out where it is but you look like you would be a viking but the ones that they threw in the pile that didn't survive you know not the warriors just mm -hmm. like the ones that are kind of effective and just like oh the spartans that didn't make it the hunchbacks what was that character's name from 300 that they tried to kill because he was deformed and then 
he survived oh yeah he tried to join their army and then he turned on them because they didn't want him because who the fuck would want that on their team yeah Yeah, the name isn't coming to mind but i know exactly what you're talking about they i was thinking about it too just as you were talking about like you don't want to be the old dad when i was in middle school there was this kid tom a hearn who had an enormous head and a lot of moles on his head and he was known for having very old parents. And I think even at the time, they weren't that old. I think they were in their 50s. Maybe his dad was like 60 years old. But goddamn, did I ridicule him for his old ass parents. So, they, you know, you don't want to be that kid at school, I'm sure. Exactly. But yeah, that's and why you get good. like a nice toupee and you dye it jet black and you show yeah. up and you look suave in a suit. We had a, a guy like that growing up uh, in the neighborhood that would just, I don't, I have no idea where he lived, but uh, whenever we were playing soccer outside, we just walked by because we would go to the supermarket that's on this side of the, of the town. And then he would always walk by and he would shave under his toupee, but then his toupee would be like red and he just looked like just something on top of his head. Like he wouldn't even style it or anything. It was just a thing on top of his head and then shaved under it. So it's like like my beanie right now. But imagine it's like red hair. That's not even combed or anything. We were just like, all right, I don't I don't understand what the purpose of that is. Like, are you fooling yourself? Because you're not fooling anyone. It's just like you just have a dead animal on your head. Dude, uh, what If you That's grew your hair out completely, is the best you're looking at the wispy devlin hairstyle or do you think you could grow a skullet i i the thing is that i don't know if you can see the the little darker well uh, i feel like it's grown since i've I've gained weight it's not as bad as it was when i was devlin but there's just it's just spotty you know so it would be it's it's also not like a a regular horseshoe so it wouldn't be just this, but instead it would be like, oh, there's a hole here. There's another hole here. Oh, there's a hole here. So it's it's horrible. It's like I can't even pull the horseshoe thing because there's still something in here. But you know what it reminds me of? Turd. It reminds me of like yeah. grandma's cookie cutter, like stars and yeah. angels and things yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. So you could, you would have cool. that on the top not, of your head. <laughs> it's not like a like a nice shape. It's just so. And that's why I haven't grown it. Uh, my girlfriend was like, why don't you just grow your hair to see what it looks like? And I was like, that's so mean that you're even <laughs> asking me to do that because it's not going to be good. Uh, whenever I go like a week or two without shaving my head, you see that like the wispy that starts coming out and it just doesn't have a shape. Like it's just not, it's not like a, like, like grass when it's growing. It's just like, oh, there's a tuft here and another tuft here. So it just looks like, I don't know, like I was bitten by a cow on top of my head, you know, you shoot up. Do you miss having hair? I never had a lot of hair. That's the thing. I've been getting used to to this since I was like 20, 21. I've always had like baby hair on top of my head. And I've seen my uncles and my dad and everyone started losing their hair like 30. So I was like, like that's where that's where I'm going. I, I, I think I, I might have held on to it for way too long. Uh, it it worked for the Devlin character, but I probably should have gotten rid of it before that. You know, I was just uh, afraid of being, I guess, too round. And then when I shaved for the first time, I was too round. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been year. bald once. I went to go get a particular haircut for a short film that I was going to act in when I was maybe 24. Yeah. And then I did the barber did not give me the right haircut. And I was like, fuck this. All right, let me just get rid of the rest of it. Yeah. And uh, that was that was that felt very liberating to just have my scalp exposed. It was kind of interesting how yeah. cold I would get so easily, or just the niceness of feeling air flowing yeah. against your head. That that was great. But uh, no, I think I would be depressed if I didn't wake up and have a total mess of hair. I want to dye my hair blonde again so fucking bad. And I can't. I can't really. I got this right now. I'm holding on to this for Omega Fish Corp. That's going to look consistent among many scenes? Nah, I don't think so. But what am I going to do? Am I going to be fucking bleach blonde again? Am I going to be... Going to have Gary Busey hair circa 1978? I don't know. You You should shave it. Just I should just go. Again. I should now's the time to get a crew cut again. Yeah. yeah, just shave it. I'll I'll grow this mustache, and then we can just look the same. Yeah, <laughs> we should swap places for twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. I'll grow the mustache. It's just completely bald everywhere.
well, your head. I don't know about everywhere. I don't need to know that. No, you're but, right. Yeah. That's what I do. I like to wax my full body. <laughs> oh, God. Shave your arms and your chest. That would be a, no, that would be a mess if I if I started regularly shaving my chest hairs and everything else because it already comes in relatively thick. If I were to yeah. do that, it would just be encouraging it. I would look Armenian. I would look it would be gross. If if I if I hit the beach, it would be pretty gross. Yeah. More than it is now, you mean. More than it is now. Yeah. Have you started growing any new hairs? Yeah. Oh yeah. My yeah. chest, my back. But it's not even thick. So uh my girlfriend likes to pull them because it's just like like single hairs on my back and they grow very long. Dude, I've just yes. like that's gross. That's <laughs> what I've been like... running into is my shoulders. I'll just look over my shoulder and I'll be like, I gotta get rid of these immediately. These this is so off putting. This is fucking gross. Get yeah, and it feels so weird when you pick them too because you're not used to having that feeling on your shoulders. It's just like uh, it's it doesn't even hurt. It's just like a weird yeah. Sensation. If you yank it out, it's like holding a piece of spaghetti, basically. Yeah, I I've been I noticed that uh, the other day my girlfriend took a, a picture of because I shaved I cut myself shaving, and she took a picture of it, and then I noticed oh my god I have hair on my ears. I'm old. Oh no, you know, you you're really old. You get that realization old, of like, you get the realization of like, I don't, you know, I never feel my age. I always feel like I'm, you know, well, not spry because my my knees sucks. Uh, but uh, uh, I, she showed me the picture so that I could see where I cut myself, and the only thing that I could see was that, oh my god, I have hair on my ears now that I've never had before. And I think like that's the official that's bad. Mark of you're that's old. that's really being old. Then that makes yeah. me think of. So I'll watch Dr. Pimple Popper. Do you ever tune into any of those? We're opening up no. a cyst. We're getting a lipoma out of someone's nose. Uh, no. Okay. So I watch those a ton. I've kind of stopped. But it would make me think of whenever she was doing an operation on an older person who would have a lump under their skin or they'd have thousands of just all these callous blackheads that have been stuck in there for decades yeah and it would always be like this very close-up shot of a person's nose or their face and these old guys would always have long hairs coming out of their nose not out of their nostrils just out of the base of their fucking nose i'd be like damn how old do you have to be before that starts happening yeah i hope that doesn't start Just growing hair where you're not supposed. Well, I've gotten them up here, which is weird. But it's also just it's like one or two that just get way longer than the rest. Have you seen those Mexican wolf people? Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Those Eddie Monster looking folks who who have hairs that grow exactly where you were saying where you're not supposed to. Basically, on their inner cheeks, right beneath their eyes. Handsome. Look at them, debonair. (laughs) <laughs> this is a picture of a wolf, a Mexican gray wolf, along with these people. Damn, that poor girl. Yeah. Bottom left there. That is depressing. Look, freshly shaven. Yeah, that's that's horrible. That she sucks. just looks Italian. Yo, that looks like a burn victim. That's the thing, because it, even when you shave it, it doesn't look like someone... Like, it looks... <laughs> It it's a genetic I don't know. it's gonna be some sort of genetic abnormality that's causing that do you do you get poc cred for this if it grows in thick enough to a certain point are you basically just a black man yeah i don't jesus may, may can you say the word if you if you're covered <laughs> like this you get a pass yeah, that's that so one. Cool. That one's a little too blonde. I don't know. At that rate, you should just teach your kid how to bark and keep him in a cage and feed him fucking Scooby snacks instead of yeah, raising like, them as a the, human. What's the difference between like this one and like Rick Ross? You know, <laughs> it's a very similar look. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that's we so should sad. we should get this guy on the show. We should bring one of them. On. We should bring a collection of them on to talk about their experiences. And just Isn't laugh that all, at them. Also happened in India, probably. Oh yeah, of course. It's all these third world countries. It's always like a Guatemala or some like Indian country. Something in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
there was some sort of toxicity there. They got exposed to the the eldest member of the family and his sons and grandsons have this now DNA malfunction. Oh, oh what'd you pull up? Okay. Hans is looking I, very disgusted here for I think uh, I'd rather be a wolf person. Oh no. It always goes in the direction of elephantitis and melting faces. Yeah, which would you hold on? Which would you rather have between these two faces? Hold on, let me find one that has a gunshot to the face. Because <laughs> I would say that one. She's that one. Which is these script signs. All right, I'm gonna have to. Oh my god, is that a dead bit? All right, you got to get out of this. I'm gonna have to. Let me timestamp this because this cannot go on YouTube now because I saw one result that cannot be posted on there. Oh no. Okay, so well, the last five minutes of the show, you're gonna yeah. go exclusive. when we hit the, the one hour mark, and that clocks the episode. Uh, we should do yeah. a live stream for the next one now that we're caught up. I'm down, let's do it. Do you want to do what during the day like this next weekend, maybe? I don't know. I've got my birthday coming up, I'm going to Massachusetts, and we got to do a little bit of filming for Omega Fish Corp before I'm away for about 10 days. So I got to figure out what that schedule is going to look like. We got to okay. do an episode of movies. I can't believe 300 is right around the corner. We're at the next one's going to be 299. So we got to be real strategic with which one we do, and we've got. Wolfman, I think, is the most immediate one. That one, I think, is the 17th. That's Mon Mon Tuesday. We'll be talking to Detective Wolfman, talking about Silver Bullet, which I think might be my favorite Gary Busey movie. I don't know. I don't know. We might be doing another one. I know Luke wanted to talk about Point Break, but we might just have him on for B-Bang. The remake, Point Break? the remake nobody's thought about that only yeah. you think about yeah i've never seen it either i'm zero interest in seeing i that, will but... never see that movie who's seen it again nobody they got nobody's for it they got edgar ramirez and luke bracy <laughs> damn yeah okay uh, was they that really... like a USA Channel original or something like that. That's what that feels like. That feels like the Lethal Weapon series we were just talking about at the start of the show. Well, when that, well, they did the what is that a Hawaii Five O type of thing too, right? When they started doing those those uh, revivals of eighties popular uh, franchises mm -hmm. with nobodies. Well, they at least got Jay Hernandez for Magnum PI. That's canceled now. They just tried out Quantum Quantum Leap with some asian dude maybe raymond lee yeah that's gonna get canceled too it's just him like going back into it's basically that twilight zone sketch where everyone died the john landis one where he's going back in time to stop hate crimes cool right is that what he does in this I'm one? you can't really go back before pearl harbor can you or right after i get pearl harbor you couldn't that's a that's an asian man Mm -hmm. I, I know nothing about the history of her. I don't, I don't know why I just mentioned that. I don't even know what happened. I just know that there's something with Japan and Hiroshima, right? And that's it. That's my knowledge on Pearl hey, Harbor. Who do you got in this Israel-Palestine war? I mean, it depends. Do you want to win or do you want to lose? I think <laughs> there's, there's very clear which one's going to be the winner here, even if you don't you know, support either of them. I, I just think it's a great distraction. I think I think you really got two options here. You can either say I'm not interested and just yeah. ignore the whole thing. And that's probably for the best for any American listening yeah. to this show. Or if you're going to have an opinion, I think you got to just pick a side and go, OK, now eradicate that that group so it can finally be over. Because this whole I just I want peace. I uh, want peace to ha guess what? Peace is not going to happen. Peace comes in the form of one side clearly wins and the other side can no longer have any sort of defense because if peace were to if that suddenly were if they were to come to their not even their senses because it makes no sense for either one of them if israel were, were suddenly like you know what palestine let's just set aside the fact that you raped and murdered a bunch of cute edm girls having fun at a rave 
We'll give you what you want. We'll be equals. What do you think Palestine's going to do? They're going to go, well, you just made our lives hell for yeah. all this like time, and we're entitled years, to more. Years. Yeah. So we're going to take some more. So yeah, that's not going to happen. You can't do that. Your generosity is returned with vitriol and violence. So you have to, you can't do a, a half measure. You got to do a full measure. You got to be evil. You got to embrace being evil. Sorry. If you care about everyone around you in your circle, you got to be evil sometimes. That's just, that's yeah. how, Hey, I didn't make the rules of this earth, this hell earth that requires death for survival. <laughs> I didn't make those rules. But that's the reality of the situation. And unless they're willing to go full cock, then guess what? You're going to play out this little tug of war, passive aggressive nitpicking. And then, hey, it's time to rape the EDM girls. It's time to behead some babies again. And then you'll get these little corny leftists going, they didn't behead the babies. They just they cut them up the middle quickly. And it was a humane way of killing uh, mothers and their children. Okay. Then you get that. And that's fucking these people are the most disgusting of any of them, because at least the Palestinians have the balls to go out and do the horrible acts that they believe in. And the Israelis are going to go back and fucking start shooting up all these Palestinians. And you're not going to be this 240 pound leftist with a horrible piece of facial hair right beneath your jawline defending or or passively defending these these acts and Hans just let me know his power went out. So I'm ranting to myself right now. But he looks very amused. Hans, um, smile right now. Actually, smirk if you don't believe that the Holocaust was a legitimate piece of, of, of historical action. Oh, he just bowed out. Wow. Really, really saved himself there. That could have been really bad if he turned into a Holocaust denier 57 minutes into this show. I would hate to find that out. So hopefully Hans rejoins us in a moment. I'm just going to be talking to myself for the time being. But on the topic of ravers and EDM, I'll tell you guys what. I'm writing a book right now. I talked about this briefly on Agitator. I didn't want to mention it because I'm writing a book. I'm working on a movie, Mass State Lottery. I've been working on it for years. And now I've been doing Omega Fish Corp for the past six or seven months. And when you're doing a little bit of everything, you risk accomplishing nothing. So I didn't want to say anything about writing a book, but I'm about 20,000 words into a novel that is um, hopefully going to come out sometime next year. And I'd like to join forces with one of these indie presses that seems to occupy the Twitter space. And it's just going to be a matter of figuring out what the right fit would be. But hopefully that would coincide with what this next movie I want to get off the ground would be. And it takes place in 2009. And a lot of it is based off of my own experiences from that time being 18, 19, 20 years old and navigating the Massachusetts party scene of that era and how a lot of it you know, you'd have to go out of state to Providence, Rhode Island. You, and, and there were all these really interesting characters that arose from that and would subsequently flame out. And it's required me to go back in time mentally a bit and revisit things that I didn't realize until recently that I had nostalgia for. Like, for example, EDM musicians or... um I don't know. I've got a Goldie poster on my left here. Um, and so I've been revisiting all this older media from about 15, 20 years ago. And it's been a real trip. Let me just tell him I am still on. So hopefully again, Hans rejoins us. Hans would have a much better knowledge of that era than I would since he's pushing 40 now. But I actually did meet Hans around that time period. I think we collided in 2012 on Tumblr, which is an extension of that nostalgia because that was really my online refuge for that period of time once Facebook and MySpace declined in interest for me. 